Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's up, players? This is the talk of champions, franchise player. Always boss player. Forever. Welcome into Franchise Player, an overreaction Monday edition of Franchise Player. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter, and he's David Johnson at Rebels247. I'm right for the Ole Miss Spirit on three. He writes for Inside the Rebels 247. And for me, at least, it's positive vibes only Monday. Not overreaction Monday. Positive vibes only. Maybe not. We'll see how long it lasts. Hey, buddy. You're just uh, leaving reality there right now, huh? Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. So So I'm choosing a positive outlook today. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm I'm good with a positive outlook. I am. But, you know, without misleading people on anything yeah i mean hey the positive thing is we're eight and three hosting mississippi state in the egg bowl let's kick their ass that's the positive thing uh you know the negative thing is obviously the auburn stuff is still out there and um you know i i mean pretty much with everything you follow the money right um there were auburn reporters in that room after the Ole Miss-Arkansas game Saturday night. Um, That means somebody paid to send them to the Arkansas-Ole Miss game in the midst of this story. I think that means they believe what they're saying, that Kiffin is target number one. And, you know, I, I think that's something that probably really hasn't gotten enough attention. Brandon Marcello was in that room Saturday night asking Lane Kiffin about the Auburn job. Brandon covers Auburn. And he's a national writer as well. So I kind of get that, but we'll see. I mean, that's all we can say this Monday morning is we'll see. We don't know. Um, Anybody saying they know positively what's going to happen here they're not telling the truth because you can't know. Uh, it's just the nature of Lane Kiffin. 
He's not picking up the phone and calling anybody and going, look, man, this is what's on the table. What do you think I ought to do? Not anybody on the old Miss side of the fence. I'm sure he's calling confidants. He's calling people he trusts. Um, but he's not calling an old Miss booster and asking them for advice in this situation. I don't believe it. Well, if he's leaving, he's ha he certainly hasn't said anything to any of his staffers. Well, no, and and that's that's not unusual. It's really not. Or well, Tubbs definitely said, went in and, and let um, let his staffers pick between Auburn and I think maybe Clemson. I can't remember. Well, exactly. if he has said something to anybody on the staff, if he plans to leave, you know, I can only see a couple of guys he takes with him. In all honesty. Uh, He's going to have a big pot of money if he leaves, if he leaves to put together the best staff in his mind that he possibly can. Um, I think there are a couple miss too. Yeah, true, true. But, you know, you're starting anew at a new place. And these guys have a, a season and, you know, that he's been able to judge them or three seasons that he's been able to judge them. And, um, you know, I think there are only a couple of guys. I mean, how many do you think he'd take off this staff? Hmm. For sure, try to take John David Baker. And Randall Joyner. And Randall Joyner, absolutely. Sam Carter, probably. The only real question would be Chris Partridge. Yeah, and, and I got to tell you, if, if all this happens, and look, Ben and I have said it a hundred times. We don't know if it's going to happen. <clears throat> but, you know, as defensive coordinator, I'd keep – if he goes, I'd keep an eye on Will Muschamp. They're buddies. Um, I could see that happening. So, you know. That, this that's, inside get is nothing substantively has changed. Yeah. No, and I know nothing. everybody wants something to change. They just want him to come out and sign the extension and say he's staying. That's not going to happen. Um, I think since this really started to come on strong a week or a little bit over a week ago, um, the general feel around uh, sourcing and stuff like that is that nothing's going to be resolved until after the Egg Bowl, if not after the Iron Bowl. But that's this week. We do expect resolution this week. Yeah, definitely so. But, you know, just, just stepping outside and looking at things from the Auburn perspective. He's been reportedly their number one candidate from the start, right? The Auburn beat writers, <clears throat> pretty much all of them have said it's probably Kiffin. Kiffin has been presented with a contract extension, a very healthy one here at Ole Miss. He won't comment on it. He has not signed it. And again, you go back to Saturday night, the Rebels played terrible, uninspired. Um, that's kind of the reality of the situation that, that we're having to kind of weed through. And, you know, he's got a press conference at noon today. He's not going to answer anything. He might get asked, but it's going to be the same stuff we've heard. No, I haven't discussed it with my team. Uh, no, I'm not going to talk about it while the season's going on, period. 
That's 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 what we have to work with. Well, Ole Miss's regular season comes to a conclusion Thursday night. Auburn's comes to a conclusion in entirety on Saturday. Yeah, we're going to know by the end of this week. Sure, we are. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Buddy Chase Parr made a good point. Um, it it doesn't really make a lot of sense. It's pretty weird to raise all of that money for a direct SEC West competitor and then leave for Auburn. Well, you, as Ole Miss, you know you have to have that money in the coffer regardless anyway. of who the head coach is, period. Yeah. And from Lane Kiffin's standpoint, Ole Miss is doing everything they can to convince him to stay here. Lane Kiffin needs to stay here if you're looking at things from an Ole Miss angle, and we are. We want Lane Kiffin to stay here. Um, but what's Lane Kiffin going to do? They need the money, obviously. Well, I think the concerning thing for me – excuse me for interrupting you, but, like, the, oh, the, the one thing that's concerning for me is that no other candidate for Auburn has really generated much momentum over the same time span at all. None, none, none. And, and look <clears> – <throat> So, from a sourcing <throat> standpoint, I'm told the same things, and I can only tell you what I've heard, and I could be completely wrong. And the general sense I've gotten, nothing's changed. And uh, so my confidence level hasn't changed. I've been saying I'm at about a four and a half as far as worry, 10 being him living, leaving for Auburn and one being him staying at Ole Miss. Uh, and maybe that's just completely wrong. I don't know. I don't know. Well, here, here's, here's one thing you do know just from being in this business. If we were on the other side of the fence and Ole Miss was looking for a coach, the second that we heard it was not going to be this guy and it was going to be another guy, our whole narrative would change. We would start talking about the guy we think it's going to be. That is yet to happen at Auburn. If you see that happen this week, where all of their coverage is starting to point towards Hugh Freeze or somebody we're, we're not even talking about right now, that is a great sign for Ole Miss. But it hasn't happened yet. Was there any of that for Brian Harson though? I feel like that one just happened. Yeah, Maybe the dynamics I, are different, though. I don't know. I think they are different. I, I, I really do. Um, and, and Would look, John Auburn, Cohen share with media, though, what he's doing? No. No, but he would share with somebody who would share with somebody. Just a he game would. of telephone? Coaching rumor telephone? Well, that's what coaching searches are. That's exactly I mean, right. It's just, you know, hey, he said this, he said that, I'm hearing this. And, and at the end of the day, half the people you talk to that are allegedly good sources are going to be wrong. The other half's going to be right. And it's really a flip of the coin. And with Lane Kiffin, and, and I have mad respect for Lane and uh, how he conducts himself in his business. I don't like this stuff that Ole Miss seemingly has to go through every year with him. But he's not – he does not have loose lips. His program does not have loose lips. He does not tolerate loose lips. So you're just not – you're just not hearing it. I will say this, though. I don't think anything has been ultimately decided because – once it is ultimately decided and the die is cast, he's staying at Ole Miss or he's going to Auburn, that's too big of a secret to not leak out. That's coming. 
So it's very much in play, I believe. And um, I don't think it will be in play, say, come by Friday afternoon. Well, I'll be so, honest with you. Uh, as you were talking, I've been texting with one person I've been talking to, a source um, about this, and they say they're expanding the search this morning. Expect, That's a good ex- expecting a coaching search. No, they're expanding is Auburn the search, which, oh, he, which the search. he or well, she that says good. that's good for Ole Miss. That is good. If that if that's if true, that's true. I, but again, there's nothing coming out of Lane Kiffin's mouth directly. Yeah, and maybe there will be at lunch, but I don't think so. I don't know. We'll 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 see. Uh, you know what I'm, I'm most gonna... concerned with? Ole Miss beating Mississippi State. Can we cut through the crap? Right. Every Ole Miss fan deserves to be frustrated as hell with Lane Kiffin right now because of how this situation has uh, kind of grown and morphed into something that's just not pleasant for anybody, Ole Miss-wise. Pleasant for everybody else, but Ole Miss is getting the short end of the stick, specifically its fans. And the in-state rival on Thanksgiving night is coming. And there's no focus on that. Usually Egg Bowl week, it's all about the Egg Bowl. And and it's been de-emphasized as far as the vitriolic nature of it, under Kiffin and Mike Leach, and thank God for it. Great job by both of those coaches to really scale back the hate because the hate had gotten to, it reached a boiling point that was not healthy for anybody. However, it's Monday of Egg Bowl week, and we spent the first half of this podcast not talking anything about the Egg Bowl, and that, I think, in and of itself is an indictment on how Lane Kiffin, and, and I don't know what he can do, but what he has, well, outside of signing these, the extension, but what he's allowed this to become. And I get that you can't say things, or maybe that's just his nature. But he's got to understand. I feel like he's lost some goodwill with some Ole Miss fans this week. Oh, there's no doubt the honeymoon's over. Yeah. And, 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 you know, maybe that factors into Lane's decision-making process. I don't know. But, you know, the honeymoon is over. It is absolutely over. Um, You know, again, he's been here three years now, won a lot of games, had a lot of success. But where is the signature victory? I'd go back to last year and go the win at Tennessee, beating LSU so bad, a wounded LSU team at home. Those were big victories. But, you know, there's no SEC West title. And um, no doubt he's created a ton of excitement and national interest about Ole Miss football. Oh, it's singularly Uh, because of him. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. But but the honeymoon is officially over. I, I don't think uh, – I'll put it to you like this. I don't know that he could de- could have debuted Juice the Dog as the mascot right now and it had the reaction that it had back in the summertime. Uh, I think some of the level of cuteness is, is over. Uh, that's unfortunate. But you have dangled this, and, and, and it's not his fault. And to his credit also, to his credit – a three-year honeymoon, no coach gets that anywhere. You're not, not going to get he, that at Auburn. But he got it here. He got it here. Yes, he did. Because of the COVID year and the success they had that year, even though they just went five and five, they won the Outback Bowl. And then going, having a phenomenal year later, going to the Sugar Bowl, and then for the first 75% of the season this year, winning games. That's what created the lengthy honeymoon. This situation, however, has – it's ended. It's over. 
uh, married couple has really had their first legitimate uh, spat. And, uh, you know, so, so does that factor into his decision of, do I want to stay? Do I want to go now? You know, you'll get a bump if he stays, everybody will love him again for a little bit, but they won't forget this. And um, that's just life. That's, that's reality. That's where, where we're at with this. And, uh, you know, beat Mississippi state though, sign that, extension with Ole Miss on Friday and everybody's excited about a bowl game whatever bowl that might be what are they in line for because last week before losing to Arkansas it was the cap one well we don't know Ben I mean they they've got to win they need <laughs> to finish nine and three if they don't eight and four I mean you could find yourself playing in Nashville at the Music City Bowl in crappy weather well that's the funny <laughs> thing is like when we were recording the post game show on Saturday night early Sunday morning you mentioned it, and I didn't even thought about it because of all the Kiffin stuff. Ole Miss has lost three of its last four. Three of its last four games. They're yeah. on, on a slide. You know, and we all, uh, in fairness, we all warned about that, that the schedule was really heavy on the back end, and it's proven to be that way. Um, it's unfortunate. But, you know, and you got to admit, you know, two of those three losses, they've lost three of their last four, as you said, have been rather embarrassing to LSU and to Arkansas. I mean, the Rebels were boat raced in both of those games. So not not the strongest team on the books right now. That Arkansas loss was so bad. Well. Just everything about it was so bad. I mean, you felt like on that last possession of the first half, if Ole Miss could stop them from getting in the end zone, stop points, it would be 28 to six at half and you had a chance. But when they went up 35 to six at halftime, as cold as it was and all of the distractions, whether they were there or not, the perceived distractions, they weren't coming back. And then Arkansas, good God, I mean, on the first drive of the first half, the second half, they go up 42 to six. Who comes back from a 42 to six deficit? And at that point, I do believe Sam Pittman, who is a very likable guy. I mean, you, you you like to see Sam Pittman do well at Arkansas, not against us. But um, I think he did kind of peel the dogs back a little bit. He really did. I mean, he knew he had the win. So, you know, all that offense Ole Miss generated late in that game in the second half. I mean, there's – there's a little bit of Arkansas kind of shifting gears on that a little bit too. Because remember, is it even that good? They're, they're better with Saturday. KJ. They're a different team with KJ. Yeah. They 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 are. And I mean, there were a lot of people that had them in the top ten when the when the regular season started. So, you know, that's that's something to consider there. I mean, injuries all along the way can can really throw you off track. Um, so. It is what it is. I mean, here we are the Monday before the Egg Bowl. And, and as you so very pointedly pointed out, we're not talking about the Egg Bowl, which is usually everything we're thinking about. But you, you know what, though? A lot of, <clears throat> I think a lot of reason on that is, and, and this will rile the Mississippi State folks up, but I think it's true. 
Lane Kiffin coming to Oxford has really elevated Ole Miss kind of a little above the Egg Bowl. Not saying mm, that's a really good point. Yes, Mississippi State, but it, it's the next SEC game for the Rebels. Yeah, it's not everything. It's not the crescendo. No, and, and also to Mike Leach's credit, and look, Lane Kiffin and Mike Leach genuinely like each other. Yes. I think not as – and there's not as much bullcrap there as the Lane Kiffin and Nick Saban really like each other narrative that's out there. But I think Mike Leach and Lane Kiffin do like each other. They've they are kindred down. spirits, man. They, they, they really are. And they've tamped down the hatred and the rivalry. And the fans have lined up and followed right along. Yeah, so, no matter what happens with Kiffin, with Leach in the future, it doesn't matter. Um, if nothing else, they don't win another game. Bringing the temperature down on this rivalry is yeah, something they, they deserve. That. They both deserve tremendous credit for. Yeah, they absolutely did that. And 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 I mean, case in point, flashback to Saturday night when Otis Reese, all he's trying to do is punch the football. Okay, he's trying to get the ball back for the Rebels, and it looked awful on TV. What? Otis did. It looked like he punched KJ Jefferson after the whistle. He didn't do that. He was punching towards the football. I think the officials recognized that. Yeah, it was a 15 yard penalty, but no ejection there. What if that had happened four years ago in the Ole Miss Mississippi State game? Brawl. Bench clearing brawl. That's what have happened. A, a mistake, an accident would have turned things into a. a uh, it, there would have been punches thrown in the stands. And the online animosity towards Otis Reese from the Mississippi State Ooh. side, they would have never let that go. No, it would have been terrible. You know, I mean, uh, who is it that's still being uh, accused of breaking Nick Fitzgerald's leg on purpose? Who was that? Who was that player? Demarcus Gates? I think it was Demarcus Gates. One of the nicest, kindest guys who's ever played here. Super Great guy. dude. Not, did nothing but love ball and love Ole Miss and want to win. Yeah, and nobody out there going full speed has gotten the back of their mind and, and 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 the muscle memory to go, I'm going to break his leg on this play and go in and try to break his leg. Demarcus Gates does not have that kind of anger and hate in his heart to try to break no. Nick Fitzgerald's leg. At the end of the day, like fan bases hate each other. Ole Miss and Mississippi State fan bases hate each other. But those players on the field, a lot of that is drummed up just by your own hatred. So taking the temperature down, they're just in there to play ball. It's a community. It's a fraternity, right? It is. It's the it football is. fraternity. And, yeah, they compete, and there's a rivalry, a natural rivalry that comes with sport and competition. But they're not hating each other like you're hating Mississippi State. No, and they face the same perils. Look, if I'm going out there trying to break somebody's leg, what if somebody's trying to break my leg? I don't want that for any fellow player. No. And the guys on the field that are toting the water, that are, that are doing the work, they don't want that for anybody either. But I'm just saying, what would have happened? Emotions would have been high four or five years ago. Steve Robertson would have been so angry on Twitter. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Would have been crazy. Would have been would have, would have been absolutely nuts. And thank goodness that, that both Kiffin and Leach have come in and and tamp down that animosity. Um, it's not healthy. It's not how adults and, you know, rational human beings should behave. Ever. No. I mean, it used to be, like, good-natured and fun back when I was growing up. Half my friends yeah. were state, half from New Albany. Well, half for Ole Miss, really half for state. And, yeah, we talked some shit if Ole Miss won or Mississippi State won, but it was more good-natured. Then it became real hate. 
Well, you know what? And the other side expected you to talk crap and, uh, and they took it, you know, yeah. it, it really after the egg bowl on that Sunday morning, that Sunday after the egg bowl, when you went to church, it was fun to wear your old Miss shirt and be like, ha, ha, ha. but that yeah, was it. That was it. Okay. And it lasted all year until the next one, but <laughs> yeah, you know, it got it to was, a point um, there when it was at its most unhealthy that I legitimately dreaded the egg bowl every week. And there was a pit in my stomach to watch it just because I knew if whatever the result was good or bad, you wanted it to be good because then you wouldn't have to deal with it as much. But if it was the wrong results, man, just the meltdown and the anger and the hate from Ole Miss fans too. Cause like Ole Miss fans didn't take kindly to losing to Mississippi state. Well, the rivalry turned that way when Dan Mullen mm-hmm. and Hugh Freeze were poking each other. To and, self, uh, self-absorbed, uh, self-absorbed, uh, arrogant asses yeah precisely jackie sherrill and billy brewer look they they got after it too but it, it hit an all-time low with freeze and mullen um you know to where you know i literally stood on the sidelines at scott field in starkville one year and watched the old miss players get spit on as they were running on the field nobody deserves that God. nobody deserves that crap no no. But they were wiping spit from their arms and it was on their helmets. Nobody deserves that. And, and I'm sure Mississippi State players can relate similar stories to being in Oxford. I'm not trying to indict one fan base over the other. It reached a boiling point and it had to come down. And both of these coaches did a great job of bringing it up because they genuinely liked each other. And it became more yeah. about good-natured competition. Then. Well, the rivalry generally does not extend to to the, to the media. I mean, really and truly. I mean, yeah. Some tried to make it that way, though. One of our former cohorts and, and Steve didn't get along famously, but but Paul Jones, Robbie Falk, I mean, Gene Swindoll, all of those guys that, that are, are running, David Murray, they're good guys. They're good people. The car buying process can be a lot. I know. I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell. And what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels. Let's be friends. BNA Bank is celebrating 125 years of local banking. For generations, BNA Bank has been a stable fixture in Northeast Mississippi, supporting and investing in our local small businesses, local schools, local community events, local charities, and so much more. At BNA Bank, we believe in our local communities, businesses, and organizations because we are a local business, too. Thank you for choosing to bank local with BNA Bank. It's concert season, and concert season is all about the boots. Already, Oxford and Ole Miss have seen Morgan Wallen light it up at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. Ole Miss football star and Talk of Champions podcaster Jared Ivey bemoaned how his boots were lacking. 
you should have gone with Tecovis, the only stop for the Ole Miss fan and the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings for the spring and summer, including timeless, always on-trend styles in men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. Stop by your local Tecovis store and have a complimentary drink or two on the house while you shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service, and many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. The sun's a-shining in Oxford, Mississippi. Cookouts in the Grove. Beer showers. It's just the very best time for an Ole Miss Rebel to get out and get going. Carry front door peace of mind with you everywhere you go with Eufy Video Lock. Never has home security been so easy. Eufy Video Lock, an all-in-one security device for your front door, allows you to keep an eye on everything back home. And it's so easy. Installation requires only a screwdriver, so ditch those house keys forever and give Eufy Video Lock a try today. There's no monthly fee, and Eufy Video Lock has customer support on standby 247 to help you with any and all home security needs. Go ahead, have your home as fun in the sun with the assurance your home is in good hands with Eufy Video Lock. Eufy Video Lock's built-in camera can tell you who's at your front door from the comfort of your poolside chair. So search Eufy Video Lock today. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. That's Eufy Video Lock, a proud sponsor of this, the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When's the last time you thought about retirement? What about saving for your kid's college? In these crazy economic times, working with a professional is of the utmost importance, and that's where my friend Thomas Chandler comes in. Thomas is a financial planner with Capital Financial Group, and he wants to help you make the right decisions for your financial future. So give him a call today at 662-296-0186. That's 662-296-0186. 0186 and tell them that Ben sent you for a no-cost consultation and get started toward financial independence today with Thomas Chandler of Capital Financial Group. This game means so much to everybody in this state except the 20,000 or so diehard Southern Miss fans down in the And the two head coaches of the schools that are participating. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. It's just another game to Lane Kiffin and Mike Leach. Although I think Lane I think last year kind of taught Lane the importance of the Egg Bowl. 
He said, he said, hey, I might not have fully grasped the importance of this game. I haven't looked at the forecast, but I believe I've heard rain. Rain. Rain and cold on Thanksgiving in Mississippi. That's I'm all for moving this game off of Thanksgiving. To be That's honest. what I was going to ask you before we got out of here. I hate the game on Thanksgiving. Who likes yeah. it? It's like Ross York's final parting shot for Ole Miss. He moved the damn game back on Thanksgiving because they moved it off. Yeah, I don't think with the money now involved, they had much of a choice. Um, but This is an ESPN thing. It is. It's all TV. TV's dictating this, but, you know, I, I don't like it. I don't like having to play Mississippi State you know, five days or, you know, five days later after you get your butt kicked at Arkansas, you're, you're losing preparation time, even though, you know, they, they kind of counter that with there's no school this week. So there's no limit to the time the guys can be in the building. Blah, so you blah, can, blah, 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 yeah. You can practice all you want. Um, but I, I don't like it. I just don't like it. I think, I think with state playing East Tennessee state on Saturday, and Ole Miss playing at freaking Arkansas, where they always lose. State got to put part of their Ole Miss game plan in last week, I would believe. I don't think Ole Miss was afforded that luxury. Maybe they did, and that's what happened Saturday night. I don't know. What's but, crazy uh, about this Arkansas game, dude, three running backs, two Ole Miss running backs, rushed for over 200 yards and almost put up 700 yards of offense. I know. That, that, you just don't see that happen. It's the most bizarre, miserable, awful game. Uh, you know, I do think that Zach Evans, uh, Zach Evans is going to declare for the NFL draft. I do too. Uh, that was uh, always kind of the plan, though. That's not. A- yeah, but I think Saturday night did that. Two hundred and seven yards for Zach, and while while, while a teammate runs for two fourteen, I mean, if you, if you're either Quinshawn or Zach, you're going. If that other guy wasn't there, I would have easily ran for three hundred. I don't want to change gears here, but I am. You know, a month ago, this game looked like the last win of the regular season for Ole Miss. It was going to be easy. Um, now, it doesn't. It, it looks like, I did. I did. I honestly did. I figured Arkansas would be a tough one to win, but I thought they'd win it. Remember, I picked this team to be 10-2, and two, and I thought they'd beat, beat the hell out of state. The defense was playing pretty good back then. And now we find out, you know, all of the hope that we put in this defense – in fall camp and in the preseason, and our hope in fall camp was kind of, kind of justified as the season started to play out, was mostly due to opponents. Mostly due played to so opponents. well against Alabama, but that I think has more to do with yeah. Bryce Young isn't healthy and they don't have the same explosion on the perimeter even that Arkansas does. Yeah, Alabama's not the general Alabama, and I think the Rebels were up for Alabama. You know, they're not going to get – excuse me, my kitty cat just jumped up here. They're not going to get accused of being up for Arkansas. This game is for standing in the SEC conference standings. Yeah, this Ole Miss is 4-3 and three in the conference. It stays 3-4. and four. The winner of this game finishes higher than the loser of this game. I didn't see that coming. It's here. And don't think for a second, even though Mike Leach is kind of like Lane Kiffin, you know, it's another game – those those guys in Mississippi State don't know that. They know what they're playing for. They're going to be told what they're playing for. And, and, and that hurts in terms of the fan rivalry. Um, that, you know, really and truly, Ole Miss has spent all of this time this season up here. 
And State has spent all this time this season down here, and it comes to this game, and State can leapfrog the Rebels and finish higher. That that just kind of that that's what we're looking at. Well, two questions before we get out of here. One, what's the early score prediction for the Egg Bowl? I, I can't give a score prediction right now. I, I've just got pick to a winner. Look, I'm going to pick Ole Miss, but um, what's your confidence level? Five coin toss. It's a straight coin flip. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, what we started this show talking about still exists. And it has not changed as far as we can confirm. And that affects how a team plays. I don't care what anybody says. Sure, the coach is going to stand up and go, no, I don't. I think it's Alabama hangover. He's not going to say, no, that was on me because I could have shut this down and didn't. But look, it's not like football's in another universe. Football is real life too. The same issues you deal with and you get frustrated with, these players get frustrated with. For the guy that could be the root cause about this, standing up and going Alabama hangover, I don't buy. This situation had something to do with how Ole Miss played Saturday night. Yeah, they always play crappy in Fayetteville. Yeah, the weather was crappy. Yeah, Arkansas had K.J. Jefferson back. But still, what's going on had something to do with how they played. And I will never think otherwise. Just like I will never think otherwise that Ole Miss justifiably spoke out about officiating after Alabama, and they paid the price in Fayetteville. Well, they did. They had some terrible calls go against them early in the game that could have built some momentum, and maybe you're looking at a different ball game. But I got to tell you, the way uh, Rocket, whatever his name was, was Rocket running. Rocket Sanders, yeah. Rocket Sanders and K.J. Jefferson, I don't think it would have mattered by the end of the game. What's your confidence level? Or where are you at now with Lane Kiffin? One being he stays, ten being he leaves. I'm actually down now to about a five and a half. Okay. Still um, coin flip territory for both of us. And that sounds like a cop-out, but, like, that's genuinely how I feel. No, 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 it, it is. It is. I mean – it's a coin toss. I, I don't say that. So people go, oh, well, David doesn't know what the hell's going on. Um, no one knows for sure. That's what drives me crazy. Anybody speaking with 100% confidence or trying to puff their chest out is full of shit. They just are. Yeah, and, and look, there are a lot of expectations amongst Ole Miss fans for the media to go in there today at lunch and hammer him with Auburn questions. Uh, that's not going to happen. He's already answered the question about the Ole Miss contract extension. And look, he said, I don't talk about that stuff right now. That, that's basically what he said. He's already offered an explanation, an answer, if you will, albeit coach speak, about him being the number one target at Auburn. What else are you going to ask him? Bruce Feldman on the Audible, a podcast from The Athletic, when asked how likely it is that Lane Kiffin is going to be the next Auburn head coach, he said a 75% chance. There you go. Look, I'm going to tell you, I've got mad respect for Bruce Feldman. He knows his stuff. But that's Bruce Feldman saying that. That's not Ben Garrett. That's not David Johnson. It's also not Lane Kiffin. Stuart Mandel, Bruce Feldman's co-host on the podcast, immediately agreed with his assessment because of the advantages, this is what drives me crazy, that Auburn has over Ole Miss. Way more money and people have won championships there. No one has won at Ole Miss. No one has gotten close to winning at Ole Miss. Yeah, but Lane Kiffin has Ole Miss close. And Ole Miss has never committed like it has. So this little Ole Miss shit that all these media people keep throwing out there, 
That narrative is tired and old and lazy. Ole Miss is offering to pay him in the top 10 of all coaches in salary. And, you know, I would point out to both of these guys, there are fellow humans that are in their 80s that damn well remember Ole Miss winning three national championships. Now, it hadn't happened in their lifetimes, granted. But, um, yeah, I mean, there are people walking this earth on our boards who remember Ole Miss winning national championships. So that doesn't hold water. Um, look, Auburn has more money than Ole Miss. We know it. They're a bigger school. They, they, they've got more big-time alumni. I mean, they, they absolutely do, that are willing to give to the program. Everybody in the SEC is rich, okay? Everybody's rich. And look, let, let, just look at it like this. Do you think Auburn would have offered Quinshawn Jenkins two hundred and fifty grand to come play football for them last year? No. No, they missed on him. Totally missed on him. Alabama totally missed on him. Who didn't miss on him? Ole Miss, right? So, you know, money goes so far. But there's talent evaluations and things like that 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 have to be factored in. You can win a national title at Ole Miss. Ask Mike Bianco. Ask Corey Hinkas. Um, Ole Miss has two national titles in the last two years. How many does Auburn have? How many how many banners has Bruce Pearl hung? Ole Miss has two national titles. Two different sports, one men's, one women's in the last two years. Things are going right in Oxford. So, you know, I, I don't buy into all that bull, bull crap garbage. And most of the fans that are on opposing message boards have never even been to Ole Miss. And if so, they parked their car, walked into the stadium, got in their car and left. So they don't have any idea of what we have here. Don't tell me there aren't things to sell about living here. It's a great community, great government. I mean, it's great everything, great schools. This is a great place to live. And the people saying it isn't don't know jack shit. Look, I will yeah. say this. If Ole Miss is going to pay top eight whatever money, if Lane Kiffin does agree and sign to his new extension at Ole Miss, the results and expectations got to change. Absolutely. This has been Franchise Player. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. He's David Johnson at Rebels247. We'll be back after the Egg Bowl for the postgame show. Enjoy it, man. Howdy, toddy, everybody. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. 
As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.